Welcome y'all to the Scandal Fan Podcast. And today is going to be an interesting day. So here's what's going on. <laughs> we're starting a little bit late due to the fact that, and I hope you all can hear me. Um, we're starting a little bit late due to the fact that several things are going on today. The Super Bowl, um, Langston has a medical emergency and uh, Katrina's coming in late and LD is coming in late. So I had to just get the show started because they'll pop on when they are available. So due to the fact that the show is this different today, starting out, I want you all to help me <laughs> with the show. <laughs> so Kamara, I'm going to pop you in here so that you can talk back with me about this episode until the rest of the team gets here. You all know that Kamara is a part of our Under the Shade Tree podcast family. Yay. And so, and Cassandra's here too. She's also a part of the family. Hey, Vicki, how are you? So I'm very excited to see you all here. So I'm going to pull them in so that we can talk live and see, it's just good to have dope people around. Well, I can't pull Cassandra in because she's on her phone. Um, but I can get Kamara in here. Let's see if I can open up the lines. Kamara, I hope you got on regular clothes and look look regular, regular for the stuff. <laughs> because Sandra said she hit the wrong button. So let me see. Kamara, I just lost you. What did I do with Kamara? Did I kick her out? You oh, Lord, y'all. I'm trying to do too much at one time. Sometimes that doesn't always bode well. Well, this episode of Scandal, we had uh, a lot going on. It was a really good episode. This is the episode where Liv gets confronted with her own shenanigans, okay? And so I am, I can't, I can't open up the session, um, Kamara. I can't open you up. I don't know why. Usually I'm able to click the button and bring people in, but it won't let me do that with you. That's really strange. Um, anyway, so Liv gets confronted with her own morality, and the fact that she can't just go around doing all kinds of shenanigans that she feel like doing out her shanana. So I want y'all to talk back with me in the chat room and tell me what you think about this episode. What happened and what went on and what were your aha moments and oh my God moments. Um, how did you like the scenes with the confrontation with each of the gladiators individually? That was a really good scene for me. Those scenes were really good for me. So let's start out with the first gladiator. Who was the first one that walked up to Liv's door and tried to get her to come out? That was Abby, right? So what did you all think about that? What did you all think about Abby's conversation with Liv and how, and how she was trying to get her to basically give us a little bit more than what we've been getting in these last episodes? Cassandra says she doesn't know how she feels about this episode. How do you all feel about the episode? I thought it was pretty dope. LD is here. Yay, awesome. Um, I thought the episode was pretty dope, but at the same time, I thought it was, um, ooh, ooh. Cassandra over here throwing blows and such nonsense. Moretta said so, she loved the episode. Let me, Cassandra um, said she thought all of them were hypocrites. Why do you think that, Cassandra? Because we've been really pushing to, to the, the space of we can't wait until they can, you know, slap her down with, with their their judgment of what she's doing or whatnot. Um, Vicky says she enjoyed it after some thought. Spencer says he loved it except for the Jake scenes. Jake gets on my damn nerves. Jake gets on did it. We're going to talk about what Jake Let's did. Let's get back to the, to the um, important part of this conversation. So I says Abby was being honest. At, at everything she loved from Liv, when she thought Abby was too close to the Oval, she was extremely understanding because she could relate. Um, I thought that Abby, 
was the most empathetic um, towards the situation. And I also think that, but I also think that Abby knew that Liv had that in her, her ability to, to kill or be killed, um, or even just pull the trigger on somebody being killed. Because look at what she did with, um, oh boy, when she beat him to death with that chair. Abby knows that Liv has the capacity. And I think in some ways she's a little bit afraid of Olivia. And even when Huck confronted her and talked talk to her about um, Liv potentially having had something to do with Quinn dying, that um, Abby just didn't want to believe it, but she knew that it could be possible. So that was my thought around Abby and all that stuff. Um, Huck and Quinn were the most hypocritical of the bunch. Well, Quinn wasn't there, <laughs> but <laughs> Quinn was at Papa Pope House playing house with Papa Pope and making Charlie feel like a smooth out outsider. So Quinn wasn't there. Um, but I do think that the difference was uh, Huck said it to her best when he confronted her. He was like, you, uh, it, it didn't matter if you, if my monster was out before or whatever, you actually, um, what he said, you did it to one of our own. And I think that was the defining moment between her being called a, a, a monster all this time and actually realizing that she has been a monster because even if, so so if you think about a house, right? Because I'm looking around my house. If you think about a house, everybody in your house is the people that you take care of the most. Even if you take care of somebody outside of your house, you take care of the people in your house the most. And if you think about OPA, OPA is literally the inside of a house. So you take care of those people the most. She saved those people. She's their protector. She's that, that um that guard dog at the door kind of thing. And instead of her protecting the people in the house, she turned on them, she became rabid. And sometimes you gotta put a rabid dog down. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta put a little bullet in the head real quick, like they did on um, their Eyes of Watching Guard when TK tried to take uh, Halle Berry out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's what you gotta do sometimes. All right, so let's see what you all said in here in the comments. Uh, okay, so y'all got some good little, oh, I love this. Vicky says she's enjoyed it. I read that. Um, Cassandra said, most especially Huck is a hypocrite. Um, uh, Deborah says she's on the fence. Spencer said they could all relate, so not hypocrites. Cassandra said Huck and Quinn were the most hypocritical of the bunch, even though they weren't there. <laughs> Quinn wasn't there. Um, Spencer says, yes, Quinn, Charlie, and Rowan are hypocrites. Yes, that's true. I agree. Um, Deborah says Huck was the most influential. Oh, why do you think that, Deborah? Um, Eldia says, Eldia, what you doing in the comments? Because <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I see your mic is open and your 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 um your camera's open, but why are you open? There you are. I see you, girl. Shut oh, can you hear me? I can't hear you, but I can see, see? you. Maybe I'm a log out. Log in again. Let me put my mic, my headphones in, and refresh my screen, and I may be able to see to hear you as well. Can y'all hear Eldia in the comments? Can y'all hear her? Because maybe it's just me. Sometimes it okay. happens. Okay, let me refresh. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone.
<laughs> so I'll just give my take on this episode. I was very disappointed in this episode. I was like, ooh, the people versus Olivia Pope. And I was disappointed for many reasons. One, I agree, everyone in this entire episode was hypocrites, especially Huck, when he said what he said to Liv. Uh, you and Quinn basically like tortured each other. So let's be very clear about that. You can call Liv out on that. Second, I needed someone to turn around when Olivia was giving her speech and say, shut up. We're here to help you. <laughs> I'm going to need you to shut up, Olivia. <laughs> and they just let her stand there and give her her rant. And then they all were like, I mean, yeah, you right. But like still, like we will still help you. And then when they were going up to the doors, they were very good scene. Don't get me wrong. This episode was very well acted, very well written. But they played nice when they all went up to the store. They were like, Liv, Olivia. And like they should have been beating down the door like, look, you fucked up. We got to fix this. I need you to admit what you did so we can fix this. And it, and it was very, it, it, yeah, I didn't enjoy this episode. I just. I loved it. I thought it was good. I, I don't think that they got everything out that they should have said. I think there were still yeah. things that were left there that right. was that should have been but said, but they didn't get out. They took the approach of being nice to her. Like when they were all going up speaking to her at the door, like they all came from like and I get it, you want to, like when you're Again. doing an intervention, you want to come from like a loving and caring place. But at the same time, if you think this is a person that's far gone. And you guys are seeing that like nothing is resonating. Why wouldn't you play hardball with her? What I, is what I'm saying? Like, why would you be like, Olivia, I understand well, you, why you did it. No, well, right, I don't know if right before you were uh, audible, like, cause I couldn't hear you. <laughs> but right before that, I was saying how um, if you're in a house and I was basically giving the analogy of Olivia is a rabid dog at this point. So how do you treat a rabid dog? You'd be like, hey, dog, I'm about to shoot you in the face. No, you don't do that. <laughs> you, don't, you don't treat a rabid dog like that. I think um, you treat a rabid dog kindly. You speak slowly. You move slowly. You try to get them to a point where they feel comfortable because you want them to understand what they've done or you want to you know, get them to a point where they can move forward. I don't think they were nice to her because they just wanted to be nice. I think it was because they couldn't understand her justification. They wanted it not to be true. That's the other thing. Like they were in denial still themselves, even though they knew that she had done what they thought was unthinkable. Like they didn't expect that of her and, and it kind of took them by surprise. So they're not running up to the door like, you kill Quinn, bitch. Like they're not, <laughs> they're not doing that. But what they're saying is like, we really don't believe you could do this. This is beyond what we thought you were capable of doing to one of our own. And that's hurtful. Like, I think they were all in a, a space of denial, even though they knew it was true. Even the way that they let her out. When you, when I, I was like, y'all about to let this girl out. Y'all know good and damn well Olivia ain't about to go and recant her position as the, stop playing. She is playing y'all. Their hearts are still soft into her. Nobody has turned that hard heart to, the, to her yet. And I think what she did at the end there, um, that is going to be a pivotal point for them to change what they feel and how they feel about her. Because guess what? Now they know that she didn't give up flying. Fuck. 
George Sickle about nothing that they had to say in that um, intervention. And especially Fitz. Fitz was just like, well, no, no. He was in such denial, poor thing. Poor thing was in total denial. Yes, yes, Fitz. All right, so the comments in the room. Let's see what we have here. Uh, okay, yeah, um, you said it. You said nobody called Olivia out, really, because it was a soft intervention. It was a, mm -hmm. a friend intervention. <laughs> it, wasn't, <laughs> it, wasn't it was like, we in this nice house in Vermont. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Even Marcus, she's like, I forgot how quiet it was here. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. Spencer says, "Stone Cold killers who killed to protect the republic for or for financial gain." Deborah says, "Olivia needs to die. There's no coming back." Well, do you think she needs to die literally or figuratively, um, Deborah? I also think people need to get over the whole. I mean, why we all said Huck and them were hypocrites. Let's be real. Huck was always doing his job, yes. and Charlie was doing his job. Even Quinn was doing her job. They are B six thirteen. They are trained to kill people. So they're not really being hypocritical from the standpoint of like, oh, I killed someone and now you, it's it's more of like, they were doing a job, they had a reason, yes, they were wrong. But like Huck said, Olivia did do it to one of their own. And not only did she do it to one of their own, when she went through the process of lying and covering up, then oh it's like she God, did it, was, yeah. then she did it to everyone. She didn't just yeah. do something to Quinn at that point. Moretta says, live to a hug, leave with me, fight with me, come run B613 with me. She is such an addict. Wow. I like those words, Moretta. Moretta over here being strong in the comments. I thought you would be watching the Super Bowl, Moretta. <laughs> I don't have any idea when the Super Bowl starts. So It don't start till like 637. Oh. That shit starts so late. It's ridiculous. It should be on now. People have to go to work tomorrow. Like, Come on. I have no desire to watch it. I could care less. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna watch it either. Not even gonna watch like the halftime show. Just very disappointed. Um, Quinn should not have called Curtis. Uh, that was not the act of a family member. Quinn should have gone to the members of QPA. So do you all think that if Quinn went to QPA and told them, because it would be very much so like Huck. When Huck went to Abby and talked to Abby about it, Abby was like, "Get the shit out of here, nigga! Get out of here with this! Go on, right. man!" <laughs> you crazy Wait. food? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think the reason Quinn didn't go to QPA is because she is still being very mindful and respectful of Olivia and the relationships that these people share with her and with each other. And if they know that she is alive and then she's going to put them in a position where they're going to be forced to choose sides. No, and, no, no. I, I think they're talking more about like how before she was kidnapped, oh, Quinn went to okay. Curtis and she gave him wow. some information. You remember when Curtis came in and was like, mm, yes. I know a little something, yes, something. Yes. and yes. Curtis then disappeared down the riverbanks or whatnot. He is somebody right. trunk all nicely wrapped like a turkey. Well, wasn't Curtis Quinn's client at one point? No. Or like, no. Wasn't, in, wasn't it in pertainment to her helping her client is why she went to him though. She didn't I think she went to him to expose Olivia because she yes. felt Olivia needed to be exposed. I, I don't think that she yeah. felt that Olivia could come back from what she had done to, um, to, 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 I can't remember what the ambassador, I think is his name. Yeah. And, and his, Rashad. His, yeah, Rashad and his niece. Cause she remember when she said to Olivia in that scene, she's like, she was a, she was a teenager or a child. Mm -hmm. She was a, you know, a kid. Why would you do right. that? 
Um, Cassandra says, I'm just saying people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones, Huck. But like Olivia, Eldia said, Huck was doing, like Olivia said, like Eldia said, Huck was doing his job. Kamara says, now let's be real. Andrew is on a whole nother level. We are talking about slavery. Well, yeah. The, this is <laughs> every button. There was trashing her, her face. That man we gonna... her and he was going to sell her. He touched every black woman in America's buttons. Um, Look, I'm going to give her a pass, especially because of the untreated PTSD. Well, it's not that I'm saying that, you know, he didn't deservedly die. What right. I'm saying yeah. is that Abby knows that Olivia is not going to be fucked with. Like, right. Abby knows. She and knows let's that. not start breaking down kills, people. That's a whole nother podcast. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> Moretta says she's glad that Huck turned his back on her. How many of y'all are happy that Huck didn't go with her and didn't fall for her? You know, Huck, you know, I'm surprised because I thought he stuff. would to like get on the inside. Like, but Huck's also an addict and he knows, like, you could tell like 50% of him knew that, like, if he went down that path with, with her, he not only would he be able to pull her back, he for sure probably wouldn't be able to pull himself back. So, yeah, Liv, that was that was like that's like the wrongest she's been saying that to Huck. <laughs> like that, I was like, oh, Olivia, you you you're officially at the point of no return saying that to Huck. Like you know, she was begging him to come with her, and it was yes, it was her playing him and trying to manipulate him. But at the same time, it's like she really does. Like you you've had signs, but that was for me. Like she really just don't give a fuck about them. Like she is literally all about herself at this point. You didn't notice that when she first came in there and all of them confronted her at once. She's like, Huck, what are you doing here? And then all of them kind of stood up and she's like, what the fuck are y'all doing here? Right. And then she she went off on them trying to deflect because she knew that they were right. And even though she didn't want them to be right, she knew they were right. And she don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, she's changed a lot of, of where she... And one of you said in the comments that Olivia needs to die. Olivia has died. This this is a new mm -hmm. person. This is the yeah. head of 613 This is not literally Olivia to me. You know, so, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Spencer says Olivia gets a pass for killing Andrew and Fitz for killing Verna. No, Fitz did not have to smother Verna up now. <laughs> Fitz did not have to smother up that lady. She wasn't no chicken. He just smothered yeah. her. She had no Did she even have cancer or something? Like she was already dying. Come on. She was already dying. He just hastened her to her glory. You was wrong for that, Spencer. <laughs> All right. Um, so he says that Annette says Fitz basically shut Liv up when he told her she has no power there. Literally no power. No internet, no nothing. Annette, by the way, Annette says she has um internet back, y'all. She has Wi-Fi back up in them islands. So we are happy to hear welcome, that. welcome. Yeah, it's tough. Um, Kamara says, yep, that's true. And that fit shut it down. That was funny. Vicky says, more time should have been focused on the intervention and not so much the White House and Papa Pope. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I felt like yes. they, they really missed the mark with, with all of the things that they said in the intervention. That was okay, but they needed to delve deeper in what they were doing. It was like a like it was a French a French intervention. It was not an mm -hmm. intervention. So they yeah. really wanted to see if they could reach that person who they thought she was still inside, but they couldn't. You see how she played them in the end and ended up popping on Jake like he was some kind of man candy. Just gross. Yeah. Anyway, um, Liz's body count is less than Quinn and Huck. How dare they? <laughs> 
So Cassandra, it sounds like you are squarely in the corner of Olivia and you are boxing everybody for, right. for the championship of Olivia's honor. Tell us why that is in the comments, please. Kamara, um, uh, Vicky says, yeah, I got that. Spencer says the intervention was done correctly. Okay. It was the follow-up that was incorrect. They should have sent someone to monitor her when she was back in D.C. to make sure she went through with the resignation. Now, that's a what? little bit... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, that's a little micromanager. What right did was get her to sign something while her ass was locked up with like <laughs> with with no freedom. Like they should have a recording. David's like, there, and on. David didn't even have the common sense right. to say we need some legally binding shit right. written down. So let me get someone in here to just type, 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 type. Nobody, nobody <laughs> did that, and, uh, and most of them are, isn't Abby a lawyer? Isn't David a lawyer? Yeah, um, I think no, Fitz is not a lawyer. But you got two Marcus. lawyers there, yeah. <laughs> and a community activist. I don't know what Marcus's right. real role. I mean. That's well, all he was I mean, mayor or he ran for mayor or something. Or was he sleeping with the mayor? I can't, yeah. Girl, so many things happened. He sure <laughs> did um, continue with the insults. Um, <laughs> oh, the nerve of Huck calling Olivia a monster. Olivia oh. has become a monster, Cassandra. I don't know. Look, y'all got to accept this. Yeah, I don't know why you're not seeing it, but to kill your own, that's like you turn into the people in your house, like I said, like a rabid dog and murdering everybody in there. That's a monster. Tell me that's not a monster, Cassandra. Annette says to Spencer, yeah, I'm true. I couldn't believe no one stayed with her. So Annette, you wanted somebody to follow <laughs> back home huh? and literally watch her sleep, eat piss and shit, and then also sign papers and go to the white. Come on, Annette. Y'all are being a lot. You know, good and all well as a grown-ass adult, you don't want nobody following you around like they got to hold your hand. But Quinn has the recording. Yes, Quinn has the recording, but Quinn is also technically dead. Um, and she's worried that Olivia has people looking for her, which I don't know how that could be when the only person we've ever seen is Jake. Uh, right. says... Actually, they weren't in B613 when Huck killed Lena Dunham or the busload of people. Also, Quinn wasn't in B613 when she killed that woman because she was looking for Huck. Okay, well, they're murderers. We already know. See, I said don't start breaking down kills. This <laughs> Y'all getting in the very... Just stop it, y'all. Spencer says, we're going to a reporter. Well, you got to remember the state of mind that Quinn was in. She's a new... She's just newly found out that she's about to be a mom. And she felt some kind of parental concern for Ashad's, his name is Ashad, right? Mm -hmm. Ashad? Rashad. Rashad's um, niece and all that stuff. They had started to get close. She had given her this bomb ass advice. And then she watched her get on a plane only to explode in front of her eyes. That was cold blooded in the mug. Okay. <laughs> and then hearing Jake say something crazy to Melly, like, oh, we're going to get into that in a second. But in any case, <laughs> I think that Quinn, once she had that conversation with Liv in that, um, what do you call it? The Washington, I don't know where they monument, were, but yeah. the monument area. Once they had that conversation, I think she felt that Liv was beyond redemption and beyond, beyond reaching. So it had to be something more extreme that she had to do in order to reach Olivia or even let her know that you're not playing with a child right now because I'm not a child. Because you got to also see when we talk about She's basically created this life for her, so you got that. 
Um, so yeah, Quinn had to, to hold her big draws up strong, her girl, her grown draws. Um, at least Olivia can say she was actually in B613 when she had Quinn killed for the Republic, is what Cassandra says. Okay, Cassandra, I can hear that. Um, I'm also happy that Huff didn't fall for that. Now the scene with Jake, the scene with Jake and, and Melly after um Ooh. no, let's 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 roll backwards a little bit and go to the scene with uh Melly and what's his name? Cyrus. Cyrus. When Cyrus is like, so to recap Melly, why was he talking to her slow first in the first place? Olivia is behind all of it. Like it was just slow talking to her. If she had put yet put the dots together, and he was like, "You have not," so I'm going to do this for you. <laughs> what did you feel when Cyrus got upset because Melly was like, "Like he said, how did she trick you? Was it girl power? Was like he literally broke well, it down?" It was really well. It was so good. That's it was funny because talk about hypocrites. Cyrus has done the same shit to Fitz. When it was him and Fitz in the Oval, he was like, "Is you and me with the me?" The, the, yeah. So it, it was very funny to hear him go. She do what she say? Like y'all gonna be sister for like? I was like, oh my god, Cyrus. like I was like, that's so true. And it was funny because that was the scene where like you didn't even need a flashback. As he was saying his monologue, you could picture the scene where Olivia was standing in front of Melly, telling her giving her that woman empowerment speech and I was like that's some shit like she really did she I think Melly really wants to trust Olivia right like I believe Melly really trusts Olivia and Melly really believes that they are or were now she doesn't they were in this together <laughs> like Melly really was like you and me live like yay like we've overcome this you slept with my husband and I hated you but like that's like water under the bridge now we're like the same yay going for the same thing and cyrus broke it down real quick like mm -mm, bitch she played you used you <laughs> like let's just she go down the list cyrus made it feel stupid and melly yeah. does not like feeling stupid, stupid. So, and so that's why you get not what you get but also olivia made her feel stupid because if, if she got away with all of that right underneath her, her nose. Nose. eyes oh my god yeah, yeah. right under her nose Vicky says Olivia did not kill Quinn. Papa Pope did. I know Quinn isn't dead. The alleged kills are on Papa Pope. And she said Vern was also going to tell before she died. So <laughs> Vicky's trying to say that if you about to <laughs> don't switch, don't don't do none of that because you'll die. <laughs> Vicky says it's justified kills up in this piece. You gonna tell somebody something that they don't need to know, then you's gonna die. So hey, okay. oh, um, and then Kamara says, first of all, Quinn should have known that because to the white house and command she knows uh she doesn't always know the reasons why they do what they do she didn't have all the facts quinn didn't know um that they had to make a deal with the rebels and what that would mean she was not privy to the info that they have well most of the characters on the show aren't privy to all the mm -hmm. info that's the stuff that makes it great and we know everything because we're watching so we're like mm, right you better not do that girl you know mm -hmm. so that's that um, um, limited vision that we are, that the characters are given, limited point of view. Um, you're welcome, Annette. Vernon tried to kill Fitz twice. So you see, we going back into the kills. <laughs> Stop. They are all, also, Spencer says that Fitz is a lawyer, and so does Afua. Okay, well, um, I, I wasn't sure, so I didn't know. Um, 
Cassandra says her response, she's not necessarily in Olivia's corner exactly. She's just not here for people judging her, acting all high and mighty and above, uh, doing some bad shit for whatever their reasons are. Well, yeah. And Spencer says you have to monitor addicts. In a 12-step program, you don't go home with nobody. Don't nobody be like, you on the fifth okay. step, I'm coming so to your house. Let me, ask, let me ask a question. Let's just say we follow this trail. Which one was going to be the sober coach? Who, since y'all said they all hypocrites, right? They're all addicts. Which one would you trust to be with Olivia? Because Fitz is addicted to sugar thighs. Okay? <laughs> Let's go down the list. <laughs> Fitz is addicted to sugar thighs. Abby is trying to be so in, in, in Liv's good graces because she don't want to get murdered with a chair in the face. Okay. She ain't saying nothing against nothing Olivia's okay. doing. You got Huck who has his own issues and I personally believe that if they had left Huck with Olivia for any length of time, she would be dead because Huck is really trying not to get that red box out. <laughs> that's, that's that. David is addicted to Abby, so whatever the hell Abby does, David is going to be sniffing up under her red, you know, lollipops. That's how he is. And then you got Marcus. Now, Marcus probably would be the only one. But if, if you throw Melly a white woman look, look, but if you throw a white woman at Marcus, he's out. <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> and Olivia knows that. All of a sudden, she have a white maid in the house. He's like, where's where she been all these years? And I'm like, you Marcus is easily susceptible. You could throw Melly at him and he'd be like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and who else was there? Was that it? That was it. Char no, Charlie wasn't there. No, nope. that Charlie was probably would well, No, Charlie would have murdered her. She yeah, murdered. so. Yeah, so we don't know who the candidate would be for the silver coach unless you took one of the um, Secret Service people. And them Secret Service people do not play. Y'all saw how they shut Jake down? <laughs> Maybe you do not matter. Get out of my faces. Bye-bye. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um, so the scenes with Jake um, and, and, and Cyrus. I mean, I think we've discussed this. One of them is going to end up dead, or or it should. It should only end that either it should end with Cyrus killing Jake. Like, let's let's just be, let's just be clear. It can't go the other way. I'm not a Cyrus fan, but it's got it's it's got to end with Cyrus like just murk like fucking him up. Like, there's oh Jake, like. <laughs> Oh, I just I'm like I'm trying to like see where he's coming from I'm like okay so what the fuck does Cyrus do to you because you killed his husband so like can't like shouldn't you just call it even and just like Cyrus said leave him alone like just let him have his little fit in love and you know he have, doesn't have fit in anymore not like well I did think it was great that Cyrus like clarified for him like no he didn't break up with me because of you let's be clear <laughs> The way he looked at him when he said it, he was like, Yeah, but the reality is, I like that he pumped the fuck out of Jake, and Jake had to back down because mm -hmm. he saw something in Cyrus. Yeah, that he knew he didn't have inside of him. So right. Cyrus is a true monster. He is. So I was like, Oh, you really want to play this game with me? He was gardening um, why a girl got fucked up. He ain't got time for you. <laughs> he was like, Like, he was like, was Come on. Cool. And I think that was his like final, like. Wait, like that was his fun. Like that scene solidified. Cyrus is like, okay, you didn't fuck with me. I didn't fuck with you, but I'm letting you know that if you want this to go there, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a take it there with you, and you just need to be prepared. And then Jake was like, I mean, I don't really know. So he, but he did cut him at the end, right? Like he did, he did draw blood, right? 
Yeah. So you know what I, I believe? I believe that the scene with Melly, the scenes with Melly had to happen um, after I think about it, because when we talk about, you know, the intervention should have been longer or it should have been the majority of the episode, which I do believe, because it should have levels to the intervention. Like mm-hmm. we were just on level, we were on the first step looking yeah. up. You know, like we didn't get all the way to the top, you know, where we could go inside of a building or anything. We went on the first step, looked around and said, This is good, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we didn't go any further. But it had to happen to show the breakdown between the relationship of where Melly is and what she wants control-wise and what she feel Olivia did to betray her. And also, if you're this easily manipulated, Melly is easily manipulated. Yeah, we've said this many times. She's a follower, not a leader. Cyrus came in and manipulated her and then Jake finished her off. They were like a double barrel shotgun (laughs) and she literally fell for everything. Mm -hmm. She didn't stand up over ground. She didn't wait. Her initial thing was, I'm just going to wait until Livy gets back. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And then she didn't even wait. She let these men take her out of this sisterhood space that she felt that she had with Olivia, this understanding Mm -hmm. that, you know, um, she had. Olivia got you here, but you're still doubting her um her loyalty to you which is so crazy um and and what i i didn't like also was the fact that she asked jake as if jake knows the answers to everything asked him why they killed rashad and he said because you couldn't keep your damn legs closed and that's a a a really hot button for her because Mm -hmm. she's like all these bitches Mm -hmm. around this house right no a goddamn thing, right? But yet, I look at a man twice just longingly. I get a soft kiss on the lips, and y'all murder him, right? What the hell? Damn, but you gotta realize everybody that slid up in between Melly's dot thighs are dead as hell, you know that, right? Like, oh, that's <laughs> Andrew, true. Yeah, Andrew is super depressed, mm. dead. I think, um, rapey ass Fitz daddy is dead. Yeah. Um, Fitz got shot, so that counts. Like, he almost died, he, but he ain't dead. I mean. If he really want to be between Melly Pass, he like brown sugar. He likes the brown sugar. He likes the brown sugar. That's how he got fooled. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't like it because it was such a sexist comment. It was such a sexist way of putting things. And then also he did it in a way that made her feel dirty. She's already struggling with that in the first mm-hmm. place. And he just punch that button. They know what buttons to punch with her to get her to react in a certain way. And that's not, and, and, and what I didn't want, love about that is she's supposed to be the first female president of this world mm-hmm. and her emotions are what's ruling the United States. Right, which is like why her, her our country wins. said we should never elect a woman, right? Because they run off of emotion. Like they don't make rational decisions. And, and we have the biggest bitch in the White House right this now. Is so true. I'm sure he'll be tweeting something away going. tonight. <laughs> sure. We have a woman in the White House right now. She might as well be a woman. Right. Well, he, I mean, he's, he's very sensitive these days. Extremely, like a nipple. Mm. So <laughs> at the end of the day, I, I thought that what Melly did was just reactionary, emotional, and not rational. Mm-hmm. And even the reasons of why they ended up 
you know, negotiating with the terrorists for Rashad's head. You wanted the treaty more than you wanted Rashad, but you forget that in the moment because somebody else got to make the hard decisions and you just reap the benefits of right. it, as you always do, Nelly. And I was very disgusted with that because I was like, this woman right here, her and her shenanigan ass face. Right. But like she, the thing, and I agree with you, like, and she always plays stupid. Like when Jake really broke it down for her and when Cyrus was connecting the dots, she was like, no, this can't be. But like you said, when her and Olivia had that conversation, she said, do whatever they have to do to get the, to get the treaty, to like get this done. So she's kind of in this, they're writing her the same way they wrote Fitz, which is like, she's very idealistic. And she's like, I want to have all these things I want to do. And then when people start doing them, she's like, oh no, I didn't, I didn't think you were going to do that. Like, don't do that for, no. But it's like, you've been rucking, walking around going, I got this treaty done. Like, oh my gosh, bitch, how'd you think it got done? Like, <laughs> come on, Melly, let's, <laughs> we can't play special, as I like to say. And that says true. Um, Melly wanted the treaty morning. Um, she oh, wanted sure. shine. Vicky says it was sexist, but it was how he saw it. Look what happened. Look at what happened to Fitz. He did not want it to be repeated with Melly. Women are always held to a higher standard. You're absolutely right, Vicky. We are always held to a higher standard. And Lisa says Melly is for Melly. She still resents Liv. Melly will walk over anyone to get to the top. Well, you're actually telling the dang truth, girl. Uh, Spencer says, Melly has always been irrational. She never thinks strategically and she doesn't. So you have, that's why you have Olivia. Olivia is the checks and balances mm -hmm. to Melly, Melly's irrationality. Now who's going to, um, to basically steer the ship as, as, it, as you will, who's going to steer the ship. But also I would say that you know, Fitz isn't seen as acting emotionally, but he acted emotionally when he was in the White House. That's how he ended up going to war because Olivia was gone and he wanted to, you know, but he's not held to the same standard as a woman would be held to. So it goes back to that whole thing of sexism. So I was um, listening to Jake and his shenanigan ass mouth and how rude and disrespectful he was. And then how he comes back and flips it and he, he, he manipulated her so well that he got her to see or to think that he would be more menial, I'm not menial, uh, amenable to any changes she would want implemented in the White House or in NB613. In, in mm -hmm. So he got her to move him into a new position, which is Olivia's position. So is Jake now going to be the chief of staff? Because that's where he moved into. He moved into her. He office. did. He took her. He took her. Mm, I was some shit. Oh. So is he the head of B613 or is he just chief of staff? Well, I would and say chief of staff because head of B613 doesn't always get an office, right? Papa Pope didn't have an office. So let's well, how could you how could you be chief of staff when you're also the head of the NSA? He probably ain't doing that no more. He gave it up, John. Like I don't know. <laughs> so who the hell is running in this thing? And where the hell is Vanessa? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just randomly brought up the wife. But quick point, just to just to button the whole Jake Cyrus and Melly thing. They got Melly, they got Melly to believe that what Olivia did was working against Melly when actually what Olivia did was working for Melly. That mm -hmm. that's also how they manipulated her. So that that just puts a button on that. Um yeah, well, they ain't bringing Vanessa back. People, come on. Like, we're just, 
we're getting off course. No, no randoms. This is eight episodes left. I don't think we're gonna see Vanessa. When was she last seen? Was it at that party drinking? Was that the last? <laughs> <It's> one? Was... <laughs> In the flashback episode, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> right. That's yes. last time we saw. So. Yeah, I'm gonna you call, call Jake wife a random. Jake is the goddamn random. Oh, right. Random Vanessa's random in the next penis. episode. Oh, okay. Oh, thanks, okay. thanks, Elle. I didn't know that. <laughs> thanks, Spencer. See, look, y'all dope. Y'all over here doing research while we talking shit. Right. <laughs> we gotta get on our IMO, IMDB or whatever. I don't but is it a flashback though? See, we don't know that, guys. It could be a flashback, so. Lisa says the president can't be accountable for anything, so she did not want to know how they got the treaty. And that's true, but then don't be surprised when you find out that this was the only option that was available. And Jake literally told her that. He mm -hmm. said it was really our only option. Mm -hmm. And he actually wanted it to happen sooner than when Olivia actually did make it happen. Right. So um, at the end of the day, you know, y'all know I'm, I'm not here for Jake shenanigans and all of the things. <laughs> that he is about or even i i would love the idea of following the stream of jake and, and cyrus being just consummate enemies because that would oh that would set my soul on fire y'all just a little bit jake and melly are so ineffectual cassandra <laughs> <laughs> said um he would be the most ineffectual uh COS ever. He can't even do his NSA job right. <laughs> I said, let the dream team jelly have it. Melly will see how dumb and ineffectual he is. Really? Begging for Olivia. There, there really should have been a scene where like Melly turned around and like said to him, You want me to get you this job? You find Quinn yet? Like, <laughs> like you find Quinn and we can talk. Like, that should have been they Melly's deal. And you know, the other thing to this is if Melly and Jake, if Jake is now the chief of staff, mm -hmm. that just pushes Olivia more firmly into head of B613. Because how they can't take it away from her. How can they? They can't take B613 away. All right, right. So now you're just cutting off a part of the snake's head and allowing the snake to slither away and regenerate. Right. <laughs> but they're probably thinking by taking Jake out the picture that like that neutralizes her. Because if in their mind, right, Jake is the one that's doing all the... Olivia's giving the orders. In Jake everybody's is mind, because we don't see no other B613 agents. <laughs> So Olivia's giving the orders and Jake is the one that's like carrying them out. So in their mind, neutralizing, removing Jake neutralizes Olivia is, is what oh, I think. Also, also um, well, I, I take that back because Olivia's secretary is B613. Oh. Because mm -hmm. remember, true. she took care of Curtis mm -hmm. at Jake's behest. So yeah, there's that. All right, well, we are about to go into the after dark because we have some after dark shenanigans to talk about. And that is going to be exciting and fun. So we're going to be doing that here shortly. Uh, thank you all for joining us today. I apologize for our little bit of tardiness. Yes. I was gathering, gathering my teams, the my team members and such. I see, I see Katrina here, but I don't know what's going on with her audio and video. So um <laughs> she's been here for a while so she'll pop on in a minute right i haven't seen her or heard her so and i thought maybe it was me but you didn't see her here either so <laughs> it's not just me <laughs> all right um so thank you all for this episode and for your comments and whatnot and kamara here is how you get into the after dark if you are a 
um, After Dark All Access Pass member. Write this down. I'm to, yes, I'm going to share this with you all before we adjourn this episode. Um, you have to go to the link that I sent you all last episode, I believe, or two episodes ago. I sent out a link to every After Darker and I said, hey, click this button <laughs> if you don't know how to get into the After Dark, right? So that's the first step. You're going to click that button that I sent to you. And if you don't have the button and you said, Jaha, I see no button, just Google my name inside of your email account. Just be like, mm, Jaha Knight, J-A-H-A-K-N-I-G-H-T. And you'll see an email pop up for me. You click that link in that email and then you go to season seven. There is a, the first, the very first thing in the all access pass is the link for you to register for Scandal Podcast After Dark. It's just like how you register for it, the live show. Um, you're going to click that link, sign up, and then it will always send you reminders to let you know that the After Dark is about to start. So that is how you get in and that is how you register for today's episode. And I know some of you did it because some of you were in the live um after dark with us the last uh last week so that is literally what you're going to do that link is inside of your she said mine didn't have an after dark it comes up one of these what is what is one of these mine didn't have an after dark link if you i don't kamara we we gonna have to talk about your technical proficiency <laughs> off the air so <laughs> i'm gonna have to talk to you about that in in the comments you know how to reach me girl okay i'm gonna have to do that with you because we we going in after dark right now. <laughs> okay. All right. So thank y'all for joining us. Thank y'all for being here. We are out. Bye guys.